When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A comment on Reddit from game publisher EA broke all the records for most downvotes with more than half a million responses. But how did gamers really feel? I'm Jonathan Strickland, and this is Tech Stuff Daily. There's a lot going on with this story, so I'll take it piece by piece. Reddit, an online community where people share stories, tell jokes, ask questions, and link to things they find interesting, has a simple system that allows users to upvote or downvote comments. It's a way for the community to express approval or disapproval. A recent post by games publisher EA smashed the record for most downvotes. At the time of this recording, there are more than 677,000 downvotes. Previously, the record was about 24,000. Now, a lot of those may come from bots and not real people, but still an astounding number. Gamers were angry about, well, a lot of stuff. Gamers are always angry. But in particular, they were angry in the way EA had structured rewards in the new game Battlefront 2, which is set in the Star Wars universe. A critical point was that when you first launched the game, You cannot just jump into any of the iconic characters from the series. You have to earn that ability, either by grinding away in the game for 40 hours or more, just to play as your favorite character, or by coughing up some cash to purchase the privilege of playing those characters. And this is on top of paying the full price for the game itself. Many players felt that this is unfair. It's as if EA had published a game, charged $60 for it, and then locked away the most fun aspects of that game until you pay them more money to access it. And if you take a look at the economics behind the modern approach to video game publishing, you realize that's pretty much what's going on. There are different terms for it in the industry. The company Ubisoft calls it Player Recurring Investment, or PRI. Publisher Take-Two calls it Recurrent Consumer Spending, or RCS. 
But whatever you call it, it's all about creating an environment in which players will continue to spend money playing your game after the initial purchase. That might include microtransactions, supplemental downloadable content that adds more gameplay elements such as additional story or levels, cosmetic changes to an existing game, or various types of player rewards that may or may not affect gameplay. And it's a big business. Let's take Ubisoft, for example. During the company's mid-year shareholder call, the company revealed that player recurring investment contributed 51% of all digital revenue in the first half of 2017. That means the company made more from these ongoing purchases than from selling digital copies of the games themselves. With that sort of financial performance, you can expect to see a lot more games include some form of incentive to encourage players to continue pouring money into a title after it launches. Depending upon the implementation, players may not care so much. With downloadable content, or DLC, you might get new chapters of a game's story, or new levels to play. If you really enjoyed playing a game, you may feel that another purchase is perfectly fine to get more of what you like. Many players are also fine with the concept of cosmetic purchases, either buying specific assets outright or through what are called loot boxes, which represent a random assortment of digital items. Many players aren't so crazy about games that allow you to purchase items that actually affect gameplay. The dismissive term among gamers for such practice is pay-to-win, meaning a player doesn't need to develop any skill or expertise with a game, but instead pay extra to get access to high-powered items that give him or her an advantage within the game itself. Typically, these games allow you to earn rewards through actual gameplay, but at a very deliberate pace. There's a delicate science to this. A game developer wants to make a game that's compelling enough to convince people to play, but reserve just enough interesting content to convince a percentage of that game's audience to shell out some bucks to get that content early. However, if you reserve too much, players may feel like the base game isn't worth playing, or that you're extorting them for cash, or that you're sending the message that the game is only fun if you're willing to keep paying for it. And if the stuff you reserve has a big effect on how the game plays, players will resent either having to pay extra to avoid being left behind by less skilled players with more disposable income, or dealing with a game where they're constantly at a distinct disadvantage because they refuse to engage in this economy. Meanwhile, as this drama unfolds between game companies and their customers, other concerns are popping up. In Belgium, a gaming commission is investigating whether loot boxes are a form of gambling. If the commission decides that loot boxes count as gambling, then companies that incorporate that mechanic in their games would first have to pay a fine for any existing games being sold in Belgium that have that mechanic and then secure a permit for any future implementations. The crux of the matter is this. In these games, players can earn or purchase a chance to get some supplemental materials for a video game. Typically, it might be a new costume or prop that has little to no effect on gameplay. But some games will also include new items or weapons that have in-game advantages. Game developers will frequently compare this feature to trading card games like Magic the Gathering. Magic players are used to buying booster packs of cards to supplement their decks. You aren't guaranteed to find anything particularly useful or rare in any given booster pack. You might luck out, or you might draw a bunch of duds. Loot boxes, argue video game developers, are pretty much the same thing. And if you don't designate trading card games as gambling, why would a video game version be any different? Whether the Belgian Gaming Commission feels the same way remains to be seen. But one thing really isn't a gamble. Unless gamers stop buying supplemental content entirely, we can expect these practices to be the norm moving forward. 
To learn more about video games and all other things technological, subscribe to the Tech Stuff Podcast. We publish twice a week and do a deep dive on all things tech. I'll see you again soon. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.